Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply.
rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. What is up, you guys? The time is now 8 a.m. on the dot. Hey, it's yes. almost like on we're, the dot. We're, uh, we're working on this, like we're practicing or something. Practice makes perfect. That's right. Practice makes perfect. You guys are listening to Jeanette Splaining on the second largest city's first daily news podcast. It's Friday the 20. Fifth. Yeah, we made it, baby. We made it. We made it. Good morning to all of you dear, wonderful, awesome people out there. Uh, but real quick, we got something special for you guys coming up at 8.30 a.m. So stay tuned for all of that good stuff. Um, but before we get started, let's. how's everybody doing today? How's it, how y'all doing out there? Are you, are you okay at home? Or are you driving in your red Subaru? How you guys doing? How you guys doing? BTP, how are you today? Doing good. Doing well today. Doing really good today. All right. All right. Uh, Paul Parker, I see how you're doing on Facebook. What a nice picture of you and the mayor of your town. Uh, Jeanette, how are you today? Uh, just, I'm great. I'm so great. I need more coffee. Good. <laughs> I do good. love waking, waking up to a rainy morning now. I oh, yeah. Say. Yeah. Now, the thing is that I don't end up sleeping at all the night before because mm-hmm. I have a tiny... Uh, Dachshund, Chihuahua, hot mess of a dog who, like, <laughs> if it's like even drizzling a little bit, is in my bed up next to me, shaking violently, violently, oh, and keeping me from sleeping. I know, I know. It's it's a uh, it's a thing, dude. <laughs> so a little low on the sleep. Gonna get real high. Get 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 up on the coffee, and then we'll be good. Victoria Halamalonado. Good morning to you. You awesome, dear friend. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Yeah. A lot of stuff in the news today. We always do. We, we do. never come to you on Friday and be like, no, you know, we don't really have anything. Right. It's a, it's never a light Friday news day. I, I think it was once. And we're just kind of like, oh, no, what are we going to do? Right. Um, but we've got uh, we got some things to talk about. Before we get into the stuff, um, let's just say that, yeah, so it's a rainy day, but I want to say to all of us who like rain and bad weather, um, keep it coming. Keep it coming. You know, let's 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 ratchet up a little bit more. I'm gonna need some. I'm gonna need it darker. Throw some thunder in there. Yeah, maybe not a tornado. Maybe not a tornado. Just below We're still tornado. On that. We're Just still, below tornado. We're still cleaning up next door. Look, we are. I know. I know. We. I know it is Aurora's uh, way to throw shade on Naperville, but let's let's be nice right we now. Are. You we know, are. Well, we are. We're always nice on this show. I think we are always. We are always. Um, but before we get started top of the news that we have is uh so the chief of police was retiring but then she's not retiring i mean she's going to florida which is basically retiring maybe going to florida is it just me or has she been looking to get out of aurora for a long time i mean she did look don't we all have moments where we're like yeah maybe maybe i could go No. (laughs) no you've never had that moment Mm. I had it a long time ago. Yeah. But right. then I acted on it and now we're back again. That's what I'm saying. Like everybody's had a moment where they're like, I must see the world outside of these <laughs> ah! <laughs> 42 right. square miles or whatever Instead it is. Of, yeah. There's more to life than Indian Trail. <laughs> yeah. Right. right? Uh, no, I definitely had my moment of like, uh, maybe I should go. It's like a post divorce moment for real. Like, or like a post like major life shift thing is like, maybe I need to find a new spot so that I don't keep running into my exes around town everywhere. Go. Yes, yeah. small town kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Biggest you. small town you'll ever, you'll ever know, love, and really need to escape from time to time. <laughs> yeah, but it looks like she's running to become the chief of police in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Wow. Yeah, which is lovely. Um, you know, fun and beach and things. So, mm. uh, you know, good for like, look, everybody. <laughs> if I. Uh, had a long career in law enforcement and got the opportunity to go do that for a while, uh, you know, in another state where it's there's sunshine and stuff, kind of maybe a little more. So she had been, yeah, she'd been vying for the police chief jobs in the last year after she was a finalist for top cop positions in both Chicago and Nashville in 2020. 
three of the semifinalists named for the Fort Lauderdale job are internal candidates within the department. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So she's That's really true. the only outsider. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Crazy. Well. So what do you guys think about that? She's leaving August 6th, and then she's trying to be the chief of police in Florida. I mean, it's it's actually a pretty typical move that people say that they're retiring, right, and then go on to another uh, another community, sometimes in another state, right? If because I, it sounds better than just like I don't like this town anymore. I'm getting out of here. Yeah, oh, so I'm retiring. I mean, I'm just I mean, well, I mean, I'm retiring. I love this town. The Goodbye. other thing is, and I don't I don't know the police pension system enough to say whether or not you can draw on the pension while you're still while you're employed at a, as a cop in another. Uh, another state it's that's possible oh that's kind of strange gotta look into that Um, i don't know i mean the yeah pensions are are complicated and they're all all the different systems are different so i would love to jeanette explain that but i don't know the answer so um i'm not going to speculate uh all i am going to say is like look i like sunshine i i guess i can't be mad at it (laughs) Right. Um, so our friends of But the, she's going to come on the show before she leaves. Um, our friends of the Rotary Club inducted some new members yesterday, so congratulations to them. Um, and then the story about Chief Zeman we're going to put in the chat mm-hmm. for all of you wonderful people mm-hmm. um, to check out. So we got a lot of law enforcement stuff. We had a lot, a lot of enforcement stuff. Because, so here's, well. uh, yeah, here's the thing. She, like, she'll be gone if she leaves. Right. So, for you know, if she goes, she'll be gone. Uh, but could, you know, always just watch what's going on because we're going to have body cameras now. So uh, and they're going to be all hooked up to, um, you know, this. Is, we bought the, the headline that I'm dancing around is that the city council approved the purchase of these body cameras for everybody on the um, police department, which is the uh, the new rule from the state wide police reforms that right. passed uh, well, a little while ago um and they're gonna like basically live stream back to uh the police headquarters right so um nice. they'll be able to watch what's happening if like a if like some major thing goes on right like if we have a huge incident there will be somebody back at command who will be able to see kind of what's happening um in real time which is interesting Alyssa ocon good morning to you you wonderful person you and Anna's Custom Treats, what is up? Hit the claps for all of these wonderful, hey, y'all. wonderful, look at you. Look at all of you glowing in your little avatars on your Facebook. I'll check out the profiles later. The time is now 8.07. Uh, so, yeah, $2.9 million. 2.9, 2.7, 2.9 2. for the body cams. Yep. Yeah, 2.9. Um, uh-huh. Approval is actually $799,587 more then Alderman originally approved in October 2020 because police expanded the original number of cameras from 275 to 310. Wow. Yeah, that's, again, to cover all of the, like, so that er- everybody got, has one. So even if you're at the, like, coming up to the front desk at the police department, there'll be cameras on you. Now, I have done all I can to help you stay woke. One of the things I've done is shown you the Aurora police working in our community. If you follow us on Instagram, you know what I'm talking about. Now, here's the thing. Police officials are also requesting two additional software products to help with reporting mandates outlined in the state bill. One software product will help officials create an annual report to the state on body camera use and will automatically measure officers' compliance. It will show any inconsistencies in video recordings or taggings. The second software item has a live streaming feature. This is good. Listen to this. Where dispatchers and analysts from the critical intelligence, excuse me, critical incident intelligence center will be able to remotely view images from the camera during an incident in real time. The software also features technology that can immediately alert and activate the camera if a gunshot is detected or a taser is armed. If an officer takes their gun or taser out of the holster, the camera will automatically activate. Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty spiffy, right? Because there's so many incidents that in the national conversation where like uh, the officer didn't have their camera activated at the time, right? Because they have to like turn it on so that you're not like so it's not just endless hours of footage of 
guys sitting in their cars and eating a sandwich, you know, uh, which would be not exciting. Um, but uh, yeah, but like, you know, so then an incident comes and they like, um, forget and like, okay, benefit of the doubt. They like actually like for, you know, they're like stuff's going on. They're like, oh my God, I'm running into a thing and they forget to turn on their like body camera. So now it won't, that won't happen if you pull your gun. Like it's already, of course you'll miss everything that happened before the gun got pulled. So you're missing some of that context to the situation. Well, no, cause the dash cam's still going. The dash cam is yeah, still going. going. So provided you're on your dash, but you're not like a, a bike copper on foot or something like that you know i yeah. think that's great i i think it's great it's not as good as qualified immunity being revoked <sighs> for officers but I'll, I'll, I'll take i'll buy that for a dollar i'll buy that for a dollar i like that yeah so um you know and that the upside right so there's been a lot of like I, the cameras i can understand not wanting a camera on me when I work all the time. Like, just from, like, personally, like, I, I can understand that. Like, I mean, I sit in a desk and push paper. It would be really unexciting film if someone were, like, filming me the whole time, right? But, um, while I work. But, uh, you know, sometimes there are incidents where maybe the cops themselves want to have the cameras. And so maybe it's not a bad, uh, may, you know... The idea is to bring transparency to everything that's happening, right, on both sides of any incident. So um, we had this incident uh, or this week that was reported in the news that you're going to you, that you're gonna explain or I'm going to explain. You, you'll explain gonna, it. You I'm going to explain it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Let me get explain. so right. So there was an incident where a cop. Here uh, we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is so Buckle unfair. up. <laughs> oh, no. I was not prepared for this. So there was an incident earlier this week where um, people were, uh, three people were accused in a traffic stop of um, of beating up an Aurora police officer. Uh, and it, it happened on Monday uh, over on the west side, Plum and Randall. And I guess the cop pulled them over and then it turned into, it basically just blew up into an altercation. Um, and uh, the, there was officers threatening, the officers threatening arrest. And then like, um, the officer tried to take one of the people into custody and then she slipped out and then it, like, it just turned into like a little bit of a mess. Um, it, it sounds like. And, um, so the, the officer ended up getting, um, was it, what, I want to get the details right, uh, based on the report. Yeah. Cause we got the details. We got, okay. we got, listen, if you guys want details, we got details. We for got it. But before we get into the details, good morning to Mark. Hogan, good morning. Hit the clap for Mark. Mark is here. There it is. Okay. Two females began striking the officer with his fist Broadway, and baby. kicking his body and head. Police said the mm -hmm. officer heard a man's voice and was struck repeatedly in the in the head. Um, claps weren't for that. The claps, the claps for were the, not for, for that. For that just to be yeah. clear, yeah, I just started the talking cops, during the claps. The cops, right. the claps, uh, were Mark, Mark were Hogan. us like riffing for a second while I got the details, and then I got oh, that the wasn't details. A riff. That was a that was a that, that was, was a that was a that was a. <laughs> I meant, that was a guitar chord meant to go into that song. Yeah. Mark Hogan, good morning to you. Tavern on Broadway is in. Oh, yeah, hi, Mark the house all right okay so Back the details the of the incident right so on monday evening uh women uh there's a traffic stop and uh it blew up into an altercation and according to the police reports um two women in the car uh, who were in the car uh ended up or were striking the officer like beating like punching him and then um the and, and he also heard the officer also heard the man's voice too and was getting uh, struck in the head, um, so and kicked and stuff. And so, what I'm saying is, uh, first of all, don't hit cops. Just don't hit people, right? If you're a cop, don't hit people. Like, if you're uh, not a cop and with a cop, don't hit people. If nobody is a cop, just don't hit people. Can we just be nicer than that, please? Sometimes you gotta hit. Give people. me a look. <laughs> you do every now and then. It happens. I don't think that I've ever needed to hit someone. The time is now 8:14 a.m. You know, these people are young, too. That's one of the things that we did want to highlight. They're young. Yeah. They're 24, 24 26, like and 28, 28 years old. So. Holy cow. Not not good. Not, not good. Not, not good. Uh, so, but here's the great thing about yeah. having body cameras and dash cameras, having all the cameras everywhere, is that now we have, you know, some, like, all around some accountability and transparency. So... 
looking forward to the cameras coming out. Aisha Saxon, good morning to you as well. And the link to that article is in the chat for you guys to read at your leisure. Please read that. It's a uh, interesting article. So yeah, 20, 20 something years. It was all over a rolling stop. Yeah, which, man. But, you know, that's the thing about it. Man, if I get, BTP will tell you, if I got pulled over for every rolling stop, I would just never get anywhere, like ever. And like, I would just have to walk. The rolling <laughs> stop. Oh, you know where I stopped I, you? I know why you stopped I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Like, stop signs to me, look, I've been a big proponent uh, saying I do this, but I feel like lights need to be suggestions, okay? <laughs> like, hear, hear me out. Hear me out. You ever been at that light, that in, that light at the intersection at like three in the morning, you're coming back from Lord knows what, you're tired, you're stuck at a light in downtown Aurora or anywhere else, and you're there for a minute and a half waiting for no other cars on the road. I am just saying at that point, the light, it should be a suggestion. You should be able to judge for yourself whether or not like you can enter that intersection safely and make your way through. That's just um, efficient. I'm all about the efficiency. And like you should not have to worry about like the one lone car being somewhere, being like the cop going pew, whoop, or like the uh, the like the cameras, right? Like the red light cameras or whatever. Like I want the right to safely enter an intersection that's a red light if there are no other cars around. I disagree. No. I I lived downtown for about 10 years. I lived at a very busy intersection. I saw many mornings, early mornings where mm-hmm. there's nobody there. Mhm. In any direction. Mhm. And I guess if you're the guy behind the wheel, you, obviously nobody's coming. Might as well. I I get it. Yeah. But I've seen a lot of accidents by that out of nowhere ass car that came and. I mean, got them at that. I'm telling you, that's a life like we talked about. That's a life. You got to be ready for anything and nothing. You got to be ready because it's (laughs) when you don't expect it. That's when ish hits the fan. I'm telling you, I would sit there. I would sit there and it'd be 4.46 a.m. And you see a guy pull up and I, I'm looking at him looking and he just runs the light because there's nobody there. Why, yeah. why would he wait? But then you also see that guy who looks. He's looking. I, I'm looking at him looking. He's going to do it. And as soon as he hits go trying to run the light, a damn truck from Glasshopper. Or the casino, because the casino is right uh-huh. there. Yeah, River. River is right. You it's, know what happens? The casino workers, they take time in the morning to take their linen, like, to the other side. Uh-huh. Or the work truck, the red sure, work sure, trucks, sure, Hollywood sure. Casino. They dip. Man, I'm telling you, you'll get killed at that intersection not watching out. So I, 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 I disagree. You I'm telling you. You got to look. Also, I, I think everyone's, like, not seen a car. Like, you look both ways. Or like you're trying to pull out of a parking spot and like, oh, it's clear, right? Where did that car come from? Like that happens. And like if. I mean, guaranteed. (laughs) Every time I haven't seen a car, it's because I've been in a major hurry and not looking. So like. like, Cindy Elliott, good morning to you. I'm doing my job driving around. Sometimes I don't see a car, even if I'm. 100% 100% looking out for it. They can come out of literally nowhere. Anna's Custom Treats tells us that downtown Aurora lights do take forever. Yeah, they do. Shouts out. But I'm telling you, <laughs> y'all got to be, man. I have a, a much more. You. Look, Safety some first. Of, some of Safety us have first. a higher uh, tolerance for risk, clearly. I'm like, I'm saying, like, if I, if, and if I pull out and run the red, like yeah, See, that's the thing. That's if, my, I ever, if, fault, if I, if I sure. was ever a poli- I would I would be willing to lose votes over that. Seriously, really? yeah. We want freedom. I want to be able to run to run I a light when freedom. I want to. I'm like, you know, what? I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> voting against that all day because I'm telling you. I think this is literally the only time where I've I'm ever been you. like, I want the freedom to do whatever I want, and it's red lights. I would vote, <laughs> I I would like vote against that every time. I've seen I've seen too many people. I'm looking at. I'm gonna gonna run it. Because they can't tell I'm up there. I'm just looking at them like, please don't run this lady. You know what? I'll tell you a terrible accident at that same intersection. Um, so if you're going, uh, what direction would that be? Probably south on River Street, though. Mm-hmm. So you're going south. Mm-hmm. So then Ballydoll would be on your left-hand side. Check this out. Mm-hmm. The lady was coming way down River Street. 
and the light was turning yellow, mm-hmm. and it was nice and yellow, mm-hmm. and I could, you know, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, I, I feel see. like she's gonna try it. Are more dangerous. She's gonna try it. I'm looking at her like, lady, don't try it, don't try it. And she did. She went right through it, and she got just bam, yeah. her and spun out, hit the. No, see, see, my thing, yellows are more dangerous than reds, right? Because everyone's trying to make it on a yellow, right? As opposed to a red that's just been sitting there and you're looking around and there ain't nobody there. Okay. Reasonable minds can disagree. The time is now (laughs) 8.20 (laughs) a.m. Refuse to call me reasonable on this. That's No, I think that we were gonna, I think that we were gonna. What are we talking about now? we, We went from cameras. We talked cameras. We talked retirements and cops. I think we did all the cop stuff. Okay. If you just came for the cop stuff today, you could check out, but don't do that because I'm about to talk bond ratings. Yeah, you are listening to Jeanette Splaining on Good Morning Royal, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. It is Friday the 25th of June, 2021. Time is 8.21 a.m. So I'm, what's this about? And I'm going to explain to you what bond ratings are and why it's so exciting that ours increased in the state of Illinois this week. Sandra Gonzalez, good morning. Uh, Yes, we are ready. Okay, all right. So if you've never bought a bond before in your life because you've never invested in anything, first of all, what's what's like, what's a bond? A bond is like an investment, right? So basically uh, a state or a city or a company, right? There, there. You can buy bonds if you're a company mm-hmm. or whatever to like or issue them. Uh, is is just debt, right? Like states and cities and and uh, companies and stuff. When they need to uh, borrow money, they use they they issue bonds to investors, and they promise like uh, you will get this money back over a certain number of years uh, at a certain rate. It's kind of like a mortgage, right? Like right. a city might take out a bond to uh build some new piece of infrastructure like to build road like massive roads or to like build a a new like facility or something like that so Uh right so you take it like the city takes out a bond so it's basically the uh, but so a bond rating is like your credit score so and the state of illinois just went up and that's really clap for that clap for that because ain't nobody think uh... it's exciting but jeanette thinks it's really exciting okay Oh, it's exciting. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. Get excited, y'all. So now here's the thing. Illinois was kind of already in the tank, so it's a little like, it's not like our credit rating just went to 800 or something. It's kind of like the equivalent of, we just, we got a, bonds are, they're on this funny scale of like uh, letter grades, like, um, Uh, uh, like your grades in school, so we just we we were upgraded to a triple B minus, uh, which is sort of like yeah, right? Uh, BTP's laughing. Um, triple B minus. Uh, so it's somewhere anything. between like like a bra measurement and like a rating in school <laughs> or something. Um, but. <laughs> Uh, what this means is, so it's kind of like our credit score. It's not like if we went up to 800 or something like that. This is like our credit score going from like 600 to 650 or something. Like I maybe we'll give you a credit card. So, um, <laughs> but you're going to pay on it. Um, but what makes this, uh, great for the average Illinoisan is what it means is, um, that, uh, the major, uh, the companies that, that do the ratings, right. Um, are looking at the state of Illinois and saying like, Oh, we think you're messing this up a lot less all of a sudden so which is good uh it means like the reason that our credit rating improved was because the state has started paying down debt and made some like structural changes to how we actually um you know balance like uh pay like figure out our budget i don't know the budget's not usually balanced every year but we're getting closer so that's nice um and we're not relying quite as much on just like um, one time shuffling things around. So a lot We've of times. we marijuana now. Yes. Well, we do. <laughs> Might have helped. We've <laughs> got marijuana tax. Giant taxes on pot. Yes. So uh, yes. bonus. Uh, the people are standing in lines for overpriced marijuana, but they're, they're hmm. not voting. Well. They're not standing in line to register to vote, but they are, man, when it comes to that ridiculous tax on an ounce, it's like $45 higher. Really? That's what people tell me. Then I'm like, just saying. Then like going they, to your friendly neighborhood 
uh, person on the street corner for your pot. I don't really know how pot gets sold these days. I don't days. know either. I assume that's, it's, I, that's they, I assume that's it's not say. on a street corner. I assume they just you just text someone, right? The I don't time really. time is 8.25 a.m. <laughs> no, it's like Nancy Reagan said. You know, it's it's a shady guy with, yeah, the, just, with the thing, and he, he's got, like, the trench coat on yeah. and all that. I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm know. pretty sure I just call up my friend, and we need to go visit his cousin. You know. And we're just like, you know, whatever. Uh. <laughs> you got the devil's lettuce. Now you're out here. <laughs> You know, hanging out at McCarty Mills and shit. So I actually, I'm I'm glad to know this information about bonds, though, because yeah. I do believe that uh, the fiscal responsibility of our state is paramount. Right. Am I right? So here's the thing. Here's why it actually matters to you, right? Because it doesn't matter to you if you like don't if you're not invested in like your 401k doesn't have like bon- like municipal bonds and stuff in it, right? Like that's not that's not why I'm so excited about this cuz the bond market is crap right now. Um but what the reason that I'm really excited about this is that what it means for the average Illinoisan is that uh we have moved beyond like does anybody remember that mess a few years ago when we just wouldn't pass a budget? Like forget passing a a budget that was not balanced like we just didn't have one and so uh at the time i was uh married to someone who worked for a nonprofit, and they were just like well we're just gonna lay you off for a few months and we'll see what happened right so like uh we'll see if the state can manage to give us any money later and it was like you couldn't plan for anything so all and it was a nonprofit that provided social services to people so suddenly you like you would have uh like daycare programs and like after school programs and uh, like really critical services for community for like for people in in throughout the state just not getting paid right at all like does anybody remember those dark times or suddenly you just show up and be like oh well this program that was feeding you yeah that's when pat quinn was the governor doesn't exist anymore that was uh that was the Ronner era but like it's been i mean the state of illinois has been in a shambles for years and years and years and years and years judge renee cruz is watching and tuning in good morning sir hit the clap for mr cruz yeah so uh so basically the fiscal my my plea to you all to pay attention to the fiscal health of your state uh, is that like a lot of times this gets divided into like a, a liberal conservative like divide where, you know, Republicans are saying like, oh, we spend way too much and the fiscal health of the state is a mess. And uh, the liberals, they just they like spend all this Repeal money. And replace. Yeah, they spend all this money that we don't have. Right. And then liberals are like, uh, oh, they concern, you know, the Democrats are like, well, they're just they're trying to take away our social services and blah, blah, blah. And the answer is both. Right. The answer is, if your fiscal house is not in order, you cannot provide social services that are critically needed for poor people in our state or for all people in our state. Right. So there are services that are provided to people in our state that are not dependent on your poverty level. Right. Like DCFS, for example, like family critical support for families, like with like abuse issues and stuff like that. That is funded by the state. So everybody benefits from social services, which means we all have a responsibility to make Make sure that our uh, folks down in Springfield are being responsible with our money so that we can pay for these things and rent. Hit the clap for that rant that Jeanette just. Pot and voter registration. I know, Sandra. You know what? What's this world coming to? Or did you mean that we should put them? Did you mean we should put them together? Oh, like just standing outside of like the like while people are waiting at Sunnyside for their. They're like to go to get in or whatever, like to mm. just like have the clipboard out there and just be signing folks Dude, up. Dude, are you totally ready to vote, man? <laughs> <laughs> can you do that? I guess. I mean, it's not political, right? So you can, I think you can do that. Well, they, <laughs> I, uh, I think it was Governor Mike DeWine in Ohio. Uh, he, he had the lottery. I mean, it's a couple weeks ago that we mentioned that, but he had the lottery uh, system going on where, you think we should just have for, a, for vaccinations? Yeah, for like yeah. like we should have a voter registration lottery. I uh, think we like should. We just sign every like just. Anna like, says, "Can we all have coffee sometime?" Yeah, we can, Anna, and I'm actually working on that. What you know? What? Hold on, Ooh. hold on. We're we, interrupting we, we, we this are very gonna, important we, conversation. We are gonna, Anna. You can't be reading my mind on radio. You can't be doing that. But yeah, word up. <laughs> it's coming soon. <laughs> oh y'all. <laughs> Imagine if you could be with us. Okay, yeah, so having coffee in the morning time. Oh my. Okay, so I 
I think what I'm hearing is that we're going to do a coffee a coffee thing. Well, that comes after pot and voter registration, according to sign put them together. Okay. Whatever it takes to get people out yeah. and, and engaged. Okay, That's all so, we need to do. So we can stand in line at the pot um, dispensaries and register people that way. Uh, if you want to get the youth vote or or the old boomer vote, which I feel like most of them do already. But like that's the funniest thing to me about like marijuana being legalized in this state is the like massive like generational divide because you've got the older like generation, like your boomer generation, not not like pejoratively, but right, baby boomers. Mm-hmm. They grew up like all smoking pot, but having to hide it. And like so for them it's like this whole like yes, like they're all really excited. You even see billboards that are marketing to this like, oh my God, I'm so excited that I go get to I like that they're not in now. the shadows no more. Because right. I always knew some cool Right, you know, cool like hippie. everybody yeah, knew, yeah. right? Like yeah. everybody smoked pot with my dad in the garage yeah. and like I knew Mr. Sanuski I <laughs> already knew that. You know what I'm saying? I already knew that. Yeah, and so now they don't have to like hide it anymore, right? But yeah. it, like, it's funny because the younger people are like, "Are you? You guys are so lame." Like, of course you can just go. Dora pop. is here, and Norma Peterson. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. We are up in this thing today. Good morning to all you great people. So, other reasonable ways of us <laughs> registering more voters, we could do a lottery. I don't. I don't know if that would be illegal like th- i don't see why it would be uh everyone just like yeah sign up to get a vaccine and get uh and win a million dollars sign up to register to vote and win a million dollars why not hell yeah and get everybody in uh you know or we could just uh, do what they do in other countries and make it automatic right so that like if you live here you're just automatically registered to vote we could do that I mean, there's some element of transparency to a system like they have in countries where they don't have voter rolls, where they literally just dunk your like thumb in purple paint, right? Like Egypt. Yeah, lots of countries do that. It's like everyone just gets to go vote, and we know that you voted already because your thumb is purple, right? Like so, that's not that's why I. It just seems like it would simplify a lot of processes. All right, the time is now eight thirty-two a.m. And you are listening to Jeanette Splaining on Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. It is Friday the 25th of June. Um, we really went off on a tangent. That's all right. That's we still okay. got a little bit of time. Um, so we were just talking about the fiscal health of the state. Yeah. Uh, and now I'm about to tell you about how, uh, even though you should all be paying attention to the fiscal health of the state, I'm about to advocate for, um, so our our during this year's budget cycle, uh, the the salaries that our state reps and state senators um, get went up um, mm. uh, by about like $1,200 or something. Like not like a huge increase, but like an increase, right? They got a pay raise. Um, it, the average that they get paid is about 70 grand a year or so. Um, yeah. And uh, Although I am advocating for fiscal responsibility and getting us out of, you know, debt and so that we can provide services to our state, um, I'm actually going to defend this. We need to have voter polls at dispensaries, liquor stores, and bars. Turn up and vote. Man, yeah. y'all, you, y'all got some. I'm writing that down. That's right. That's oh. right. We're coming up with some. Get a 40, 40 out of vote. That's the campaign. That's right. Oh That's my gosh. slogan. What? <laughs> Watch out when I run. 40 and a vote. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, you can't promise people beer when they to vote to vote for you. That's like a thing. I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. That would be the scandal. That was like. Local man well, tries was, to I mean, get that, people to drink Steel Reserve in exchange <laughs> for their votes. First of all, give out better beer if you're going to bribe people. Um, that, yeah. Yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> no, that was like uh, how they used to do it back in Chicago in the day, though. If you've ever been on the Chicago Corruption Walking Tour, which doesn't exist anymore, but when it did was amazing. Shout out to Paul Daling, who used to put that on. Um, it, it, he would take you to the spots where all the bars used to be, where they would like you know, roll out kegs every like election day. And if you came and showed them like that, you your ticket for having voted for their guy, you would then get just plastered at the bar afterward. Um, so that's not legal. Let me plant a real quick flag in the conversation. So, so look, we are going to do, we'll, we'll do a coffee meetup one of these days. So Sandra and Anna, we're going to do a coffee meetup. We'll meet up. We'll have a, we'll have a pre pre-show coffee. That's coming soon. Don't at Treadwell. We'll all get together, and we'll have our cup of Joe. We'll do that. Yeah. All right. So back to okay. Back alcohol to, for votes. No, back to why we're gonna give why we're giving more money to our lawmakers um, to run a state that people generally are pretty grumpy about how the state is run. 
So, <clears throat> yeah. So they get paid about uh, 70 grand a year or so in the state of Illinois. It's like, um, if you were to talk to the folks who think that people shouldn't get paid a whole lot to uh, be public servants, they would say, oh, well, it's one of the highest in the country. And that's like, it's it's up there. Like California pays their people like over 100 grand a year or something um, to represent them. But here's why. See, because... Jeanette is coming at you from the perspective of having lived in a country where uh, nobody got paid anything <laughs> and uh, the corruption was rife. Um, and I'm not saying that a 70 grand a year salary is going to end that corruption, but it, at least it's like uh, it was there was a culture in uh, in Vietnam where every time you went to the post office to like pick up a box of like like a package or whatever you also had to pay a bribe to like your your local like police or, right. or um your local uh, post office worker right yeah. like and in countries where the folks who have civil service jobs are like really really underpaid uh you see more of that on average right that's mm -hmm. just because it's like people figure out a way to, to eke out a living right so it's like they do in guatemala you know what i'm saying i mean you can you got three tiers of you usage for your cab driver you can give him 30 bucks and keep him for days or you can pay him for the ride to the whatever and if you want additional services after that he'll show you whatever you want to show it's a fee every rip yes whatever you know yes so so but like over like they've done studies and studies and so you're like public policy studies across the globe has said like pay your civil servants like a reasonable amount of money and your levels of corruption will drop because basically people will love their job like will want their job um and the security of that position more than they will want the um more than they will want the single like the bribes or coming in or whatever right. um so so that's for your civil servants so as as you said like your your hired people for for these positions as for your elected officials though so like your state reps in the state uh senators and stuff who who just got their you know twelve hundred dollar raise so like an extra hundred bucks a month um the the concern here is actually with who gets to participate as an elected official. So if uh, there are many states where your elected officials get paid like nothing, they get paid like a little stipend to drive back and forth to the Capitol, right? Um, like, they, but their salaries are literally like nothing. You see it on the East Coast quite a bit. Um, and the... Uh, the consequence of that is that the only people who are able to run in that case are the people who have income coming in from other jobs, right? So uh, so theoretically, this is supposed to be like being a state rep or state senator is supposed to be a part-time job. And so why are we paying these people this part, like uh, we're supposed to be working a part-time job, 70 grand a year to do this job. Um, but like, if you ever talk to a state rep or a state senator, they'll be like, no, this is like I do this. This is way more than 40 hours a week most of the time, right? Because right. if they're in session, they're down there. If they're not in session, they're back here talking to constituents, right? Like it's like they do an awful lot of work. And so if you're not paying people a living salary to be able to do that, then the only people who can who can run are the ones who are independently wealthy or who have just like a lot of income coming in from somewhere else. Right. Like or you're, Bloomberg. Right. Your old people who are already retired, like um, it, it, because and they've they've worked enough where they've got some some nest uh, egg money to live off of. Right. And so then you can only ever get like older, more secure people who have never struggled with their finances or haven't struggled with their finances in an awful long time if you pay people uh like an actual living salary to be able to do these jobs of representing us in our capitals then you can act then you can get like it means that i a poor person uh not not me specifically but in theory right like it could actually take a job like this right and still feed my family right and i for one kind of want people who I think our representative democracy should be representative, right? Like there's space for wealthy people and there's space for poor people and there's space for people, white people and there's space for people of color. You have to build that structure in and part of how you do that is pay. So I wanna make sure that people who, that when they're voting on food stamps down in Springfield, that there's some people in that room who have actually been on food stamps before, right? I want the same thing. I want it turned upside down. I want people receiving food stamps to be in the positions of power, and I want the people who never had food stamps to be 
the janitor. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? That'd be something. Hey, listen, uh, we got some L news, baby. Hit, well, hold on, we got to tell these people this. We got breaking news, guys. All right, this weekend, live music is back with touring indie acts at Summer Solstice Yorkville. Uh, Summer Solstice Yorkville offers locals and visitors an excellent opportunity to enjoy the rising stars of independent music and craft brewing on the scenic Yorkville Riverfront this weekend. Uh, dang, we got a lot of breaking news. That's the email. I know you heard it. Uh, this year's <laughs> festival lineup includes touring bands and independent artists from across the country, complemented by performances from a curated collection of Chicagoland musicians, some of whom are regular fixtures at the festival. Shouts out to our friends of Enjoy Aurora and also Community Job Fair Wednesday, July 7th at Prisco Center, 150 West Illinois Avenue. It'll be from 3 to 6 p.m. It's hosted by our state representative, Barbara Hernandez. Individuals seeking employment are invited to learn more about job opportunities at approximately 15 businesses local to Aurora. On-site interviews will be available and resumes are recommended. Don't come there with your cousin Ray Ray's <laughs> typed you know, note that he gave you two years ago with the same information. You know, have it professional, PDF, it, all that, you know. Get it cleaned up. Get, get it spiffy, cleaned up. Get right? it get it get it nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So shouts out uh, to all of the people involved in that. All right. Yeah, see, there you go. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> lawmakers, local lawmakers. It's not like a part time job. They're also they're doing all kinds of stuff, right? They're no. doing job fairs. They're doing uh the free computers. That's what I was going to say. Aren't they doing... Are going to do the free computers thing now? Free yeah. computers. Right. So, uh, yeah. yes, if you uh, are a person of not means, um, I would uh, invite you to a computer equity program on Tuesday, June 29th from 11 to 2 at uh, the... Um, the former library building at 1 East Benton. Um, Good morning, so, George Champ. Yes. So uh, uh, our state rep, Stephanie Kifowitz, um, it will be hosting an event there. She has partnered with a nonprofit called PCs for People, and they will be giving away free uh, computers or low-cost computers. Um, so somewhere between $20 and 80 bucks to get you a whole computer and uh, wireless hotspots for that'll be like a really low cost, like 15 bucks a month internet sort of deal. And uh, the idea is to, this is actually really, really cool. I looked into this nonprofit organization. Mm -hmm. What they do is uh, they take, they recycle old electronics. They don't have a drop-off spot in this area, which is a bummer, but they have like drop-off locations in like different states. And um, so you drop off your old stuff and what they do is they comb through it and figure out what's still usable and they kind of put together like assemble the frank computers from different parts right so that you have um computers that are, are really functional and then they donate you know they recycle the parts that are not used usable anymore and then donate the parts that are still usable to poor people so that they get diverted from landfills and actually people get to use them and it kind of the the it closes that technology gap right because like what we saw during covid um, what became increasingly clear was that there, the technology divide is a thing, right? Like you cannot get ahead if you do not have the technology that you need to have the information that you need to like go out and, and get things, right? So get the things that you need. So um, this, is, this is designed to close that by making sure that uh, the people in our community, if you're on SNAP benefits, if you're on any of those, uh, any state programs, uh, that you qualify for a, an inexpensive computer. What a wonderful program. Shouts out to our state representative of the 84th District, mm -hmm. Stephanie Kifowitz. So we'll put also a Marine Corps veteran and um, also a member of American Legion Post. 84? 84. Yep. Ah, yeah, I know my Legion Post numbers. That's, that's right. right. Shout out to Mike <laughs> Eckberg as well. And Dick Miller, World War II veteran. I've written enough press releases about Fourth of July parades. Word and I've up. got them all memorized. All right. So next, <laughs> new, there's now, hold on. Go on. A new recycling site? Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you can go. So once you're done. <laughs> 
if once you're done with your old computer, then you can go dump it off somewhere. Um, yeah, and uh, we have one now in Aurora. It's um, so this is a a county recycling center. Um, so that King County has opened up, and it's the address is nine eleven Lake Street, North Lake Street, but it's like really tucked away down one of those like crumbling alleys that kind of comes off of Lake Street. Um, but it's, uh, it, it opened on Monday for their big grand opening and you are able to, uh, drop off for recycling appliances, um, nothing with Freon. So not like your AC unit, but just about everything else. Um, books or no, not books, sorry. Appliances, clothing and textiles, uh, Christmas lights, electronics, uh, scrap metal, like all of that kind of stuff. So um, the, if you look up recycling centers, King County, it'll pop right up. Um, they'll take TVs and monitors. You have to like, there's a fee for TVs and monitors, like there's everywhere. Um, but it's nice. It's there's a, now you can just go. So all that stuff that's been sitting in your basement or your garage, that doesn't work anymore. You can just drop it off uh, on the Lake Street facility. Like Philip wants to know the name of that organization we were talking about. Oh, PCs for people. PCs for people. Philip Millies is here. Good morning to you, sir. PCs for people is the organization that that does the reclaiming of the recycled goods. Um, so and Victoria it and is, Sandra do resume refreshing services. Shout out. I, I want to be really clear. These are two different things, right? So PCs for people is doing the event uh, where they are actually giving the the pay, like PCs away to um, poor people in our community. Uh, the recycling center, King County, totally different thing. Um, you know, vaguely related in that we were talking electronics, and that is the only connection. Um, Time is eight forty six a.m. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, you can, you can just go drop things off. That's great. Um, what's unfortunate, what I wish I saw here is household hazardous waste because that's a whole thing too. Um, it's like to get rid of your household hazardous waste, like the place that you have to go. So like your weed killer or like your paint thinner or any of those chemicals, you can't just toss those in the garbage because you'll poison us all. So uh, you have to take those to a facility in Naperville and that's open to the public. But if you've ever been like, where do I get rid of this thing? The answer is... Um, if it, the thing is clothes and appliances and electronics now, the answer is in Aurora here on Lake Street. And if the question is, how do I get rid of this paint thinner? Um, the answer is the Naperville Public Works cycling facility on the weekends. So you have many options. That is, uh, it's a good thing. It's a good thing to have many options. Uh, let's do what we can to keep our planet clean. Uh, the environment matters a lot to us. So and and what I love about the uh, the facility on Lake Street is that the other thing that you can do um, to reduce waste overall from recycling, the actually the best thing that you can do is to reuse and buy used. And my very favorite thrift store in the whole wide world is across the street. So uh, if you've never been to the Thrifton Dollar, uh, shout out to local business that I love. Uh, there's like a lot of, you got to sift through like a lot of a lot of weird stuff, but you can find some like really awesome furniture and stuff like that. So the Thrifton Dollar, it's a little, it gets a little creepy if you go into the back room. Um, there's some like really like weird furniture and, and things there that may, that really feel haunted. But there's also really like cool stuff uh in the in the whole place it's kind of like oh. a treasure hunt so interesting that's Shut a treasure up. hunt inside of thrift and thrift and dollar dollar if you've never been in there we find now, all kinds of crazy stuff the society 57 our little fancy glasses that we used for the like cocktail nights came from there so nice crazy uh, now we also have a drive-through testing facility for COVID. this is important you guys this is some good news that's very important for you guys so please listen up to this is that, oh, are you killing yeah. me? Oh, no. Yeah, so you can drive through <laughs> and drop off your electronics. You can also drive through and get uh, a COVID test. We're back to that. So um, uh, it's kind of funny because, uh, you know, our COVID positivity rates are now like 1% or something, Like it's which is great. That's a good thing. Um, but uh, we, wait, it, wait, this is vaccines. We're drive through vaccine site. Okay. That's what I said. Yeah, that's different from testing. I said vaccines. You vaccines. added testing. I didn't say you testing. Said test okay, all right. Vaccines. You can try <laughs> to get a vaccine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So, uh, oh, it's at the testing site. So if you drive through the testing site at 2450 North Farnsworth Avenue, there's the confusion. Okay, so the same place where you could go and get a test before, like right across the street from the outlet mall, you can now drive through and get a vaccine. So it's open 8 to 4, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. No appointment necessary. Just like pull up if you're one of the few people out there who's still like, yeah, I want to get a vaccine. But boy, that sounds like a lot of effort to make like an appointment with a doctor, go to Walgreens or whatever. You can now just drive straight through, get your jab, and then drive back out so um eight to four monday wednesday friday saturday no appointment necessary you can go right now it's eight fifty on a friday it, the time is now eight fifty a.m it's right. friday which means you could just drive up right now and go get your vaccine if you are just tuning in you are watching you are listening to and watching jeanette splaining on good morning aurora the second largest city's first daily news podcast and we are um you know we're having a good time Having a good time. We're having a good time. The reason why we're having a good time is because we are giving all of you great people news that you can use and that you can benefit from. Before we go, we got a couple more things to talk about. One of them is extremely important, and I want to say this in all candor. Uh What's this free Britney thing you want to talk about? There was something with this <laughs> crap. That I really I read. thought you were going to bring up something else. No, what's <laughs> I was like, the oh no, what's he got to tell us? It was talking about. No, okay. So uh, this is going to sound crazy, but yes, free Britney. Um, and because it doesn't, uh, what does, this is Jeanette. This is uh, Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily podcast. Sandra, hold it down. Why, <laughs> why would we be talking about Britney, who doesn't live anywhere in Aurora, right? Um, and who hasn't toured in Aurora in a very long time, slash ever. Um, no, so... Uh, you may have heard the story in the news. This the story is suddenly blown up, right? So there has been. I did been, say testing. My bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the story, uh, this story is blown up. So for the past thirteen years, Britney Spears has been under this thing called a conservatorship, uh, which is basically her father uh, is appointed by the courts to be able to do like make all of her decisions for her. He basically argued that she was incapacitated is not able to take care of herself anymore, but somehow she is still able to, you know, put out four albums and uh, like put on daily shows in Vegas, right? And for which she practices like or rehearses like hours and hours a day. Like, so somehow she's still capable of doing all that, but cannot decide. I if agree, she... Norma. No, keep going, keep going. Keep What's going. Norma saying about me? No, keep going. no, keep going. I didn't mean, no, we, we listen to the story. <laughs> So, right. So, uh, you know, so Britney Spears has been told that she's allowed to that she is fully capable of, you know, working and earning all of this money. Uh, but she is not uh, capable of making her own decisions about what she does with her money. And even we learned this week, uh, it came out in court that she is not um, free to make her own decisions about whether or not she has another baby. Right. She's got an IUD in right now. So, like, she's basically on birth control. She's not allowed to go off of it, like, because her dad said she couldn't. So this is... Um, it's messed up. It's a messed up story. And uh, again, you're like, it's Britney Spears. Why do I care? Here's why you care. Because it can happen to anybody, right? Including you and me. It doesn't, it's probably not going to happen to us because we don't have that much money for someone to like want to take over all of our stuff. <laughs> uh, but it happens all the time, including here in Illinois, where it's called um, guardianship. So uh, in, in California, different states call it different things. In California, it's called conservatorship. In Illinois, it's called guardianship. And it really, uh, it, it's a bigger issue in the elder care community. So um, imagine, you know, you get uh, you get older, right? And it is harder for you to take care of yourself. Um, but uh, someone, you know, someone comes in and says, oh, this person can't care for themselves anymore. Or, you know, the person who is taking care of them is doing is not doing a good job. And so they'll go, someone can go to the courts and say, this person uh, is incapable of caring for themselves and they need a guardian and I should be able to take care of them uh, and also get control of their finances and all of their medical decisions. 
So this happens quite often, actually, and um, court-appointed guardians are able to uh, control all of your finances for yourself, but also they can pay themselves out of your money because what happens is like, well, I incurred costs taking care of this person, so I get to pay myself back out of your the, the old person's money um, to take care of myself. So... There are legitimate reasons why someone could need a guardian, right? Because as you get older, it might be really difficult for you to actually be able to, you know, like old people fall prey to scams all the time, right? Because no one's watching out for them. Old people use like, uh, like just um, don't, they, it's, it's harder for them to manage, right? Everything, your banking all goes online now, everything, you know, it just, it gets, the world gets more complicated. And as you get really old and start to lose your faculties, there are definitely scenarios where you need help, right? Everyone needs help as they get older. There's also the um, mentally ill community too, right? So where um, you, you might need a, an appointed guardian if you are someone who is not able to take care of themselves because you're battling mental illness, which is basically what uh, Britney Spears' father is arguing. is like, my daughter has this mental health issue. Um, you know, she's an alcoholic and we put her on lithium. Like he, it came out in court that she was put on lithium, right? Like she's got some kind of mental illness, like bipolar or something like that, that warrants her like someone needing to take care of her. Um, she's still with the Kevin Fairline dude and all that, right? I don't know. I don't follow the like romantic lives of celebrities at all. I just follow issues like guardianship in the news. Um, oh. So let's say yes. I don't know. She had one of the other things she wanted is that she really wants to be able to get like take a ride in her boyfriend's car, which apparently she cannot do. That was part of the testimony. I don't know who her boyfriend is. Maybe K-Fed? Question mark? No idea. Um, so uh, but the, the bigger issue is like so people in the mental in like the mental health community, people in the elder care community recognize that this is a big it, it's a it is a problem that needs to be in the courts that has gone on for a very long time that needs to be reformed and people are only now starting to pay attention to this issue because it is affecting you know britney freaking spears so but but the fact of the matter is is that it can actually affect anyone who's got any any amount of um money that someone else might want to control so words of advice and words of wisdom using britney spears as an example the time is now eight fifty seven. A.M. Uh, we're going to wrap it up. We yep. have an interview that's coming up in the next five minutes. I want you to listen very carefully to what we talked about with guardianships. If you have any problems managing your money, you can contact us at Good Morning Aurora. Send me an email uh, or photo of the front of back of your credit card. And uh, we, yes. We'll, we'll, and the host will be happy to help you with that. Work all of it out for you. Yes, no problem. We're um, going to need you to sign this paper. Um, right. I, no, so I, in all honesty, so like one of the things that people should be doing yeah, is uh, planning ahead for these kinds of uh, um, eventualities, right? Like we all get old someday uh, and we all end up incapacitated, you know, at some point, mm -hmm. you know, it, it is possible for everybody to end up incapacitated. So having that sort of planned out and having, you know, if you are uh, of an, a more advanced age and listening to this show if you don't have documents that say this is who I want in charge of my stuff when I am when I am older that is something to consider victorious editing services good morning to you as well shouts out to victorious editing services great local business friends of the show all right so that's a wrap for that's the it. day um listen guys if you take a look in the right hand corner you will see our links to YouTube Facebook Twitter and Patreon. Check us out. Become a patron today. And also, do not forget, I've been telling you and telling you and telling you. I'm going to tell you again. Don't forget to take care of yourself and each other. Adios, Aurora. <laughs>